Welcome to Mission Stories for Kids with Uncle Gordon, where you will hear first-hand accounts of answers to prayer and miracles from God. Oh, by the way, I think adults will like this too. Hi boys and girls, Uncle Gordon here again. It's lovely to be able to share some stories and I want to share with you another story about some beautiful Aboriginal people who became very good friends of mine. These ones lived in a little community called Jigalong. Jigalong was right out on the, on the western side of some of the big sandy deserts of Western Australia. And there were some lovely people who became very close friends of mine. In fact, two of the ladies I got to know very, very well were two of the ladies who were the featured girls in the story of the rabbit-proof fence. And if you've seen that film at any time, or if you haven't, it's worth going to have a look at. And, and I got to know these two who are now old ladies as very close friends and have some pictures of home that I'd taken of these ladies. Well, one of these other men, and I won't call him by his true name because he was an old man when I last sat down and had a chat with him. And so I'm going to call him by the name Paul. He told me the story of what happened to him when he was a boy. You see, his family was still nomads. They would live, they would camp around a waterhole or a little spring out in the desert. And they would eat, they said, fruits that were growing there on little trees and there were nuts and there were berries. And even the spinifex, they would, they would take the little husks off the spinifex and then they would grind it up and make a flower and make a damper before they'd ever met a white person. And so they said, we would live around that water hole till, till all of the food that was there was almost all eaten. Then we'd parcel up some and then we'd move off to the next water hole. And each year we'd do a circuit around each of those water holes. And he said, one day I was playing with some of the boys in the sand dunes. And he said, some of the time we'd dig a bit of a cave so that we could get a bit of protection from the heat of the sun. But also sometimes it would protect us from the cold winds of the deserts at night. And we'll build a little fire between outside the little cave and we'll just shelter under the cave and have the warmth of the fire filling up the cave and keeping us warm at night. He said, but this one particularly hot day, I was running around and, and I got a headache and I kept running and then I fell, I fainted. And he wasn't too sure what actually had happened to him. The other children quickly ran off to the family and, and came and they came looking to see what had happened and, um, and they saw him just lying there in the sand not moving and they could hardly see if he was breathing or not. They didn't think he was breathing. And so they all thought he had died. I sensed that maybe he had just fainted that day. He didn't know. He had just gone right out to it. Anyway, the family thought, oh, this is not a good sign. Uh, he's died here. There must be some bad spirits around here. And so they quickly packed up their camp and they moved away and left him there on his own. That evening, a couple of the young men, they came looking to see what was happening, to see if he had been taken by some of the crows in the area or some of the birds or some of the animals had come to start to eat him or what was going on. They didn't want that to happen. They thought, maybe we can just bury him properly here somewhere. But when they came to him, they realised he was breathing. And so they picked him up and as they picked him up, he, he coughed as they picked him up and carried him back to the camp. And all the people in the camp said, Ah, oh, God has been with you. He's brought you back to life. He's given you back life. And he became somebody who they all thought was a, a wonder person because God had brought him back to life out there in the deserts. Soon after that event, he had a dream. 
And in that dream, he saw, he saw a man on a cross. And in that dream, he saw this cross and he saw that man who'd been nailed to a cross. And in the dream, he was told that that man is Jesus up on that cross. And he saw the blood from that man's hands and his feet and then his side drip off to the ground. And then he saw that blood float everywhere. And that blood began to cover all the trees and all the bushes and all the deserts and, and all the people everywhere. And uh, he told that dream to all the people who were part of his local family. Then when they met a, another group of people who were also nomads, he would tell that dream. He had never seen a book. He couldn't read or write. He'd never seen a white person. But he said, the blood of Jesus is what is saving every human being on this world. That blood has now covered every human being. And if any of us are willing to accept Jesus and his death for us, we become part of his family. We are saved. And he shared that story from that point until he was an old man. And probably he has died by now because if he was still alive, he would be in his late 90s now because he's in his late 80s when I last talked to him. And I thought, what a beautiful story that that man had been given a dream as a little boy. And he kept sharing that dream with all his family so that they all knew until they began to, to leave the deserts and to come and establish communities where eventually missionaries came and told them about Jesus and they all were able to say, yes, we know about Jesus. They said, yes, Paul was the one who had a dream many years ago and he learned about Jesus and he told us about Jesus. So we want to learn more about this Jesus whose blood covers every one of us. If we put our trust in him, how do we do that? How do we accept him? How do we follow him? How do we live for him? And so one by one, many of them became Christians as they had the story of Paul now added to by those missionaries who came to share about Jesus. And I thought, what a wonderful thing that this man as a little boy Though he had no exposure then to, to Christian things and to, and to the Bible and to education, yet God spoke through a boy by giving him a dream and giving him the sense of, of how much he loved all of them. And many of those people from the deserts already loved God when missionaries came to tell more about his love. Thank you for listening, boys and girls. And I know that as you learn more about God and his love, that your heart will be melted to as it did to many of those people and that you will want to live for Jesus. You will want to follow him and want to serve him each day. God bless as you grow nearer to God. You've been listening to Mission Stories for Kids with Uncle Gordon, a production of 3ABN Australia Radio.